What's going on, 49er Faithful, 49er Fan, 49er Game? This is your boy, Not a Game Podcast, back in the building. This is the crossover edition with the Forever Faithful Podcast and our dog, 49er Media, aka Anshul. What's going on, everybody? Good morning. Good morning. How are we feeling? Very, very tired. Fucking fantastic. I had a fucking absolutely fabulous night last night. There you go. So Anshul is tired, people, because he went camping. It was up at 5 a.m. for the goddamn sunrise, which is if you ever go camping and you catch a sunrise, like oh, dude, it's gorgeous. while you're camping, it is a beautiful thing. It's a great thing to do. Definitely make sure that you uh, try that out at least once. We all know why Lefty is here and why he is Fucking in one of go. the best moods that he ever is. His Utes. Did, okay, calm down. I, I don't know if that's yours that's or if that's, that's Miami's. Mine. Miami's is this. Ours is oh, this. okay. Okay, there you go. So his his Utes pulled off a big win over uh, USC, man. I, I I have no idea how they did it, but they did it, goddammit. And Christian oh, had a great time, man. Fuck. He met one of the scrappiest, most gangster receivers ever in the fucking league, man. Steve Smith, a.k.a. Ice Up, son. A.k.a. Awesome. Try me and I'll whoop your motherfucking ass, Steve Smith. I love every second of it, man. Talk to us, man. Tell us how that was, bro. It was pretty cool. We, you know, they were kind of getting through people to get the pictures, so I didn't get to say too much to him. I was kind of like the little kid come out of me again because I was a huge fan of him. Like it's a big part of my childhood watching Steve Smith. So I, I just kind of told him that, and I was like, just kind of tell him how like I freaking love watching him as a kid and stuff. So because only got like ten seconds, but it was freaking awesome. And then the Heisman House was there at at, at the game, so. I got a picture with the with the Heisman Trophy too, which was pretty sweet. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That's great. Um, for me, man, I wound up just chilling. I was watching this damn Dodger game, and shit did not pan out the way that I wanted it to. Shit, bro, I was so fucking pissed off. Like you have no idea what was going on. Um, it, it just <laughs> it frustrated me in ways you can't fucking imagine, bro. Like, I literally was watching that game. We were up three to nothing. I'm like, cool. All we got to do is cruise through, make sure that we don't screw anything up, and we'll be fine. And what happens? Dave Roberts fucks us again, man. He The, the pitching was trash. We went through at least like four or five pitchers. None of them could get their shit together. It, it was just, it, it was horrible, man. It, it was a horrible night for me. I, did I, I feel for you because I thought the Yankees had the game last night too. I was, and they freaking blew it. Same. So, hey, man. my night was amazing. My afternoon was amazing because the Warriors, they extended Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, and then you had the freaking Dodgers lose. That was, that was just amazing. See, I'm sure I'm gonna need you to calm the fuck down. We gotta take your ass off this goddamn street. You're talking that shit. See, he's as excited as it is for a Utah. Yeah. Well, me, me in I general, mean, personally, just to beat USC because there's nothing better than beating USC in college football. That that honestly is very <laughs> true, man. And the man, the myth, the legend, the person who actually runs all this shit, so we don't look like jackasses while this is going. B Dubs is in the building. He's gonna figure out how to get this overlay and all that shit right because we don't know how himself. to do any of that. What? What's going on, peeps? <laughs> no, nah, man, we were just talking about our night, man. We we know Christian's riding the high from kicking oh, USC's ass at the so last minute. Awesome. Um, I'm sure is happy <laughs> Dude, that- because my Dodgers lost. I told him he's gonna have to calm down before we pull him off the stream. 
And you know me, I'm having a real – this morning I'm having a better day because we're going to kick the Falcons' ass. So this is yeah, kind of how this works. What's going on, man? Can go, go down as a freaking instant classic, though, like yeah, college instant classic. Fun. And we're having we're having issues with uh, Twitter. It's not – I don't know what's going on, man. It's not uh, – Twitter hasn't worked for – Twitter. So Twitter always it's not it's not a big deal. We're we're on we're on YouTube. We're on I mean I know mine's yeah, we're on the main Facebook. The main so we're on the yeah. main one, so it doesn't really matter. So um with that being said, how was your night beat ups? <laughs> um fuck dude, like it was long. We went out to uh San Jose last night for my cousin's birthday. Um awesome. and then happy belated birthday to your fam. Yep, yep. And then we came home. We I stayed over at my cousin's house till like four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> okay, I'm so uh, note no, no, yeah. to self, note to self, uh, Brandon and uh, and media are dog tired, man. Hey, Brandon don't eat. Well, Brandon normally <laughs> sleeps in till freaking two o'clock in the afternoon, so I don't know. How <laughs> nope. That's why don't I wish our game today hell? was at one because I'd be sleeping in. <laughs> Probably I, so. dude, I, yeah. I don't sleep in, dude. I got I got to bed after midnight last night. I still woke up seven thirty at the yes. latest. I'm, and it, me, me and Christian are one and the same, man. We early birds, bro. Like about yes. seven o'clock, I have to get up. If I wind my body's up, sleeping, like, my body's like, we I'm, nope, we're not sleeping. Yeah, no, we're not doing this. Get your ass up real quick. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's just like that. And, and <laughs> see, for me, it's it's just from being a kid, man. When I was little, you know, what I'm saying it was me my two sisters and my moms and we had to catch the bus everywhere because moms didn't have a car long story mm-hmm. short i always had to run for the fucking bus if we were going to miss <laughs> it because i was the fastest one mm-hmm. and when i got on the bus the bus driver knew if he saw me he can't leave because there's three people in total that are slower than me so that's <laughs> 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 right to god bro i don't know how many buses <laughs> i got on in la hey that's that's a cool bus driver though Oh, yeah, no, mm-hmm. and, and the cool thing is the routes we took were very, you know, were pretty much the same mostly, so we got to know the bus drivers, and they would see us, and they'd see me, and they'd go, okay, well, and, and once sometimes they'd turn around, hey, we'll be out in a second, we got a couple people coming real quick, and moms and my sisters would hop on the bus, <laughs> late as fuck after me, <laughs> but it was all good, man, it's what you do for family, man, you got you got to make sure you <laughs> use awesome. that track speed was owned very early, <laughs> <laughs> but let's Brandon. get to this. Real Go ahead. Yes. How are we feeling real quick about the, the Warriors extensions? Hey, man. Just know that that luxury tax is going to be fucking rough <laughs> next year. Yeah, who do you guys <laughs> think you are? The fucking Lakers? Hey, at least we win cha- uh, fucking championships right now. Okay. You ain't anywhere near close to the amount we have, so you shut your mouth. Hey. <laughs> okay, hey. well, you all hey. haven't won shit hey. in the past. You know what? All, that's all I got to say right now. I don't even okay. think you guys have, the, have half the amount the Lakers do. No, they have six just as we much as the Bulls Seven, do. And we got I think we have seven. fucking how many, Brandon? How many? Oh, but when was the last time how many, you won? How, how, how many the Lakers got? When was the last time you How many won? the Lakers got? How many last time did you win? Hey. Hey, the last time you guys won a title, let's just say Kobe Bryant, because that 2020 oh. title don't count. <laughs> we still got 18. We still have 18. Yeah, that, that, that is 18, man. That, that is hard to beat. They do have the most titles in the NBA. Uh, who's, so who's the last let me, team to okay. Who was the last team to three-peat in the NBA? Yeah, that was the Lakers, unfortunately. Okay, okay so let me, let, me address this. Yeah. let me address this really quick. 
Sorry, I'm just throwback. No, it's all it's all good, baby. It's all good. I know I know a Lakers and 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 Warriors thing. That shit'll go on forever. I'll drop myself out of the stream. Mm-hmm. Let y'all go at it. Um, <laughs> and, and I and I'm a Bulls fan, so I have no business with any of that. Get them. It's just fun to get them riled riled up, Deanna. It is so. <laughs> So, 49ers throwback says Grant Cohn deserves an apology. Unfortunately, Ken Law is done. This is what I will say to that, at least me. The reason I'm not giving Grant Cohn an apology is because Grant Cohn was a dick the way he went about it. Oh, yeah, 100%. And sorry, at the end of the day, when you say, I thought I was going to be a millionaire, I'd lose respect for you. So, I'm not apologizing to Grant Cohn for shit. You can't tell me that your mindset is that of I'm going to be a millionaire if this dude hits me knowing the bullshit that you spewed out of your mouth. The issue is the way you said it and the way you continue to say it. That is the reason why Ken Law was mad. It wasn't what you said. It was how you said it. I mean, Maya Angelou said it best. Very great poet. If you don't know who Maya Angelou is, you better do your fucking homework. She (laughs) said people will forget what you said but they will never forget how you made them feel. Mm -hmm. So what you have to understand is your words are very powerful. The power of the tongue is there. If you are, if you are a believer in the Bible, you know, the power of the tongue is very strong. You can sway people with your words. You can manipulate people. You can make them do what you want by giving them false information and putting out a false narrative. And it's not that he put out a false narrative. It's just the way that he went about it was really fucked up. And for him to act the way that he acted, you saw his teammates come to his to Ken Law's defense. Like, we don't need people like that around. Exactly. And if you've noticed, you don't see a lot of Grant Cohn. So, you don't hear a lot of Grant Cohn. So he's most likely been talked to by the organization and let it be known. And I'm pretty sure Ken Law was spoken to as well because yeah. he handled it the way he handled it, you know, and it it, it went the way it went. But I, I personally – I'm not going to apologize. Mm-hmm. I just say, hey, look, man, relay your message a little bit better because we're gonna get in. On, we're gonna get in on Ken Law a little bit later. Everybody's okay. gonna spill their feelings about that. Right, yeah, um, but I just wanted to address that really quick. So we got the Falcons this week, man. Um, the crazy thing is, the Falcons have only lost their games by a total of eleven points. Their defense been playing pretty well. The defense has been playing very well. The only thing is, I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not, I don't respect the defense that much. Reason being, there's nothing really to be afraid of except Just for Grady their Jarrett. Rush. Their pass rush has been has been good. Yeah, I mean, Grady Jarrett's been looking good, but I can tell you right now, just looking at the numbers, the team, the team has eight sacks in total. That's the team. Nick That's Bosa fair. got six by himself. That's fair. We have yeah. what? We've got in total for the 49ers – we literally have 21 sacks. Yep. So we have almost in just just in as, as a team, we've almost tripled their output in sacks. So I as far as that pass rush, though it may be creating pressure, it's not getting home. And if you're not getting home, I'm not really scared. Oh, when I watched them play the Bucks though, they, they seem to play really well against the run. I figured because I was thinking, okay, well, Fournette's gonna probably go off, make it easy on the Bucks, and he really had a hard time uh mustering anything against mm-hmm. Atlanta. So they they seem to have an okay pa- uh, an okay uh, run game, a run defense. So um, I'm interested to see how our run how our run game looks against them. Um, I just I'd say with this defense, I'd like to see just Jimmy get the ball out 
quick in this in this game. I'd like to, the the quicker, the better in this game. I feel like I feel like if Jimmy's getting the ball out quick and not thinking much, I think the offense can really move against this against this defense. But if he's holding on to the ball a long time, that's when I'm going to start like worrying. Yeah, media. What do you think? Um, I think you kind of have to watch out a little bit for the Falcons secondary. That, that's where I'm watching on the defense because they do, I feel like, have a little bit of an underrated cornerback group. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like the Niners, you know, we're going to have to see how that goes. I, I think that's the biggest test for me on offense. B-Dubs, what you think, man? Um, I think, like media said, watch out for that backfield. Um, I'm not too worried about it though because Jimmy doesn't know how to throw down the line, so it should be all right there. Um, <laughs> sorry, I just had to take the jab real quick. <laughs> all, right, all right, we all do. <laughs> um, but I think we're gonna focus ma- mainly on the run today. I feel. Um, so I think we're not too worried about that. And then on the defensive end, um, um. Did they roll out Nick Bosa yet or no? Yep. Yeah, he's out. Yeah. He's out. Okay, so that's good. I was hoping they'd do that to get him ready for the KC game next week. Mm-hmm. Um, they also place, like we said, Ken Law oh, yeah. and Mosey so, on the IR, activated linebacker Chris, Chris Robinson, and elevated uh, from practice squad your favorite boy, Dion, Dante Johnson, and then we got Willie Sneed. Yeah, so, so we might ugh. see Dante out there today. I'd rather see you. All right, it, let me let me let me go over our our injury report really quick because yeah, I have yeah. it up. Um, I was trying to find it. <laughs> yeah, I got. I, yeah, I already had it pulled up. So, Eric Armstead out. Nick Bosa out. Uh, Ken Law out. Mosley out. Jim Ward out. Aaron Banks questionable. Tyler Quaff questionable. Here's the thing: Banks most likely will go. If Banks does not go, the plan is to put Daniel Brunskill in at left guard and continue to allow Spencer Burford to play right guard, which to me makes sense. Brunskill is a very versatile offensive lineman. He is shitty at the center position, but he's better at everything else. I honestly like Brunskill at tackle better than anything. Um, that's just me, but uh, to be honest with you, everything is is uh, is. Uh, you know, those are our injury reports for the Falcons. Do they um, play on grass for one? Or are they no, grass or turf? See, that's what I worries me with turf. Banks. Yeah. More turf. So here's the thing. Tight end Kyle Pitts is going to go. Michael Walker, their leading tackler, is out for the game. Um, and the edge rusher looks like Adi Ogundeji uh, is questionable. But – Anybody who's questionable, we all know how that works. It typically means you're going to play. Um, so kind of lucky that there's no uh, Cordell Patterson for. Yes, we are. So here's the thing. Let's let let let's uh let's stay on let's stay on task with that. So for the for for the Falcons offense, the people that we're going to look at obviously is going to be Drake London, Zacchaeus, and Kyle Pitts. We don't have to and and the other person that we have to look at is Marcus Mariota. We historically do not do very well against running fucking quarterbacks. And the key is to have a spy so we don't get gashed up the middle or in any way, shape, or form. So somebody's got to focus on uh Marcus Mariota, and it's gonna have to be DFF or possibly even Oren Burks, because we don't have any Aziz Al Shair and Drain Fred are gonna be playing that 
you know, that 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 Mike linebacker position, Mike and Will as much as they can. So whoever's playing Sam is going to have to make sure they make sure they don't allow Mariota to get out there and do a lot, of, you know, uh, uh, gash us with the run. Um, mm-hmm. So with that being said, I've, I've looked at the, into the numbers and whatnot. They're not world beaters, but that's just because Marcus Mariota isn't, you know, a overly fantastic thrower of the ball. But let's start with Brandon and we'll go around. What do you think uh, as far as the the offense for the Falcons? Like what do, what do you feel is going to be the biggest biggest keys to us winning this game? Um, so we haven't faced really uh, like a really mobile quarterback yet. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to be a key to look out for. Um, for keep having the defense keep Mariota in the pocket a lot. Um, hopefully, so that's one and two. Um, just keep keep the pressure on the offense. Keep keep uh, coming hard at them. Um, have Mariota force the ball out fast. Um, I don't want to. I don't want to see that Matt. What 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 the hell does D'Amico do all the time? Zone coverage, right? Mm-hmm. A lot. Yeah, so I think we're, I we're see playing more 50 yards off the damn D, the receivers. Yeah, yeah. So I want to see more, maybe like man, possibly um, for this. And I have a feeling Mooney might get a, a INT today. Okay. <laughs> and uh, Christian looked like he froze for a second. We, oh, okay. You good, Christian? Yeah, I'm good, bro. All right, all right. So let's see what 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 do you feel about this uh, offense here? Well, I don't, very, I don't think Mariota's very good. I don't really – I'm not really scared of Mariota. I'm not really scared of their offense in general, and their top weapon mm-hmm. is hurt. Pitts hasn't even been that useful in, the, in their offense. I mean, it has a lot to do with Mariota. Um, I think, like Brandon said, it could be a good uh, chance to get ready for um, a somewhat more of a quarterback, but even now, Mariota's not what he used to be mobile-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so – but it'll be a good test, but I don't see any reason why we shouldn't kick their ass. Like, our defense shouldn't kick the shit out of their offense. Um, I guess the only thing is worrying about um, whoever, who's ever going to be in there replacing Mosley. Um, I I don't like the fact that it might be Dante Johnson. I'd much rather see Ambry Thomas. I start to get, I'm starting to get the feeling that Ambry may not be somebody who practices well, but he shows up in the game because towards the end of the season last year, he played really well. He played really well against the Cowboys in the playoff game. So I don't have a problem with Ambry Thomas starting. Um, I just – I don't know if he – he just hasn't been practicing well, so they're not wanting to play him. But I I just – some guys I feel like don't practice well and come out and ball in the game, and that's probably the kind of player he is. But Dante Johnson came – the the good thing, too, is he came – kind of came on as playing – much better towards the end of the season last year too. So I'm hoping we get that version of him uh, instead of the Josh Norman version of him. <laughs> so I'm just hoping – I'm hoping that he, he at least plays well and holds down the four enough. I wouldn't mind even just rotating some guys to see how it works instead of just sticking with one one guy. But um, heck, put Lenore out there and see how he does. I know he's a slot guy, but you could put Lenore out there, and if he's doing all well, then you could just move – Womack in to cover the um, the slot. So I, I don't see any reason why we shouldn't whoop whoop their ass. I just it 
this is the kind of game that we should be a little nervous because this is the kind of game where we should be kicking their ass, but the offense stutters and we and it's a lot closer towards the end of the game than it should be. And then we're getting a little bit worried. So as much as we should beat their ass and Jimmy should throw for 350 yards and three touchdowns against this mm-hmm. team, we know it's probably not going to happen and that this <laughs> game could stay close. So um, it's really just going to be um, – I think it's going to be a tight game. It's going to be really uh, fun to watch, but scary. And then, you know, I fucking wish Fox was actually showing this one. Those assholes are playing the fucking Jets and the Packers instead of the Niners game. So, well, you know how that works, I'm man. Fucking, I'm so annoyed. Like, who the fuck? They're going to dick ride. They're going to dick ride Aaron Rodgers till they can't dick ride him no more. But uh, who wants to watch the fucking Jets, dude? Like, hey, I'll tell you this: NFL Plus, man. Shit. I, I decided but, to stay fucking and go pay for it, man. It's only ten dollars a month. I could watch so, my Niners every week. I ain't got to worry about it. <laughs> what, yeah, know, but what, what, what pisses me off? What pisses me off about it though is, technically, I'm in the the Broncos games are always on here and and where I live. Oh yeah, yeah. It's it's weird location. We're the same. We're this. I'm the same distance from the Bay that I am to Denver, and there's just mm-hmm. as many Niner fans in Utah as there are fucking Bronco fans because like. It's not that far. Fucking Steve Young yeah. brought a lot of Utah fans to the Niners. So it's like, why the fuck can't we get them too? Like, it's not just the stupid fucking Broncos. When yeah. This is just as much a Niners fucking. Dude, there's so many can Niners you... fans in Utah too. It's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Can you watch uh, Can you watch NFL Plus on your TV? Yeah. Um, you just got to have the NFL app um, installed so N- on your, NFL your Plus Fire Stick the game or whatever. Or... Because yes, I yeah. tried using it too, and it would just let me listen to. Like, so, so what you have to do is you have to you have to. What I did was I actually paid for it. It's ten dollars a month. I did um, too, though. Yeah, and I you can I. watch. No, I watched. I watched the game on TV. Yeah, I just put, I put it on my Fire Stick, man. I turned that motherfucker. My wife got a got a Google get Chrome, it? so I'll try to see if I can get NFL Plus on that, and then yeah, see, NFL Plus see showing can. the game though. Because okay, so NFL Plus. Is basically um, Sunday ticket without having to have direct TV, if okay. it makes sense. So, um, Andrew, let's shoot over to you. What, how you feeling about this offense for the Atlanta Falcons? Um, to me, like you're gonna, like you kind of said, Dion, like we're gonna have to put a spy on Mariota because I really think that's the biggest thing with the Falcons is like the run game and with the run game with Marcus Mariota. I don't think I'm too worried about the receivers. As much as long as the you know defensive line's getting home, um, so to me it's just really, yeah, keeping Marcus Mariota and punching him in the throat and not making him comfortable. Wouldn't this be a, a good chance for us to see uh, what Drake Jackson with his speed, if he can chase down these fucking fast guys? I want to see him do it in this game because if he does it in this game, I I want to see when he gets his More. chance to chase down um, Mahomes next week. Hey, I so. A um, couple of questions I've read in the chat. CJ Gray, if I go to any games, it will all be on the West Coast, bro. I don't try traveling to the East Coast for any of these games. Um, everybody does. I am, yeah, I am attempting to uh, try to make it to the um, Buccaneers Buccaneers game. So, you know, meet up with the Hive guys. Um, I may I'll pro- I may be in L.A. for the Chargers game just to hang out with my boy Aaron and, and my mom's. I probably watch it in my mom's crib because it's not far for me to go. 
um, as far as that is. But the tickets to SoFi are, are uh, ridiculous, and I, I ain't paying them kind of prices. They out their damn mind that they didn't get my kind of money for that uh, versus the Chargers. Um, oh, okay. So, see, there you go. And CJ was at the uh, – the he said he was at the, the Panthers game, which – <laughs> that seemed to be a red out anyway by the end of the game because wasn't no wasn't, yeah. wasn't no Carolina Panthers fans at the end of that damn game at all. We kicked their ass so bad we made them. That's funny. Think we about their that. Ass every time. We kicked their ass, made their fans leave, got their head coach and a defensive mm-hmm. coach, defensive coordinator fired all in one one. See, as run. long as we and have Kevin Coleman, we uh, versus the Panthers, good. <laughs> hey, look, man, TC TC Tico play. Man. He 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 balled and, and he can we, play like that the rest of the season. I feel good about. Please offense. do. <clears throat> yes, yes. So Help me out, Evan. <laughs> yeah. So up, for me, so for me, that's where I'll be. Um, he did ask. Uh, throwback asked you, Christian, who would be winning, uh, the Bills or the Chiefs in that well, game? That so is I, the game. So I think the Bills are. Me. I think the Bills are a better team. Um, I think the Bills have a better offense. Um, mm-hmm. I think. I think they're better. Personally, I think they're better at quarterback. Um, a lot of less turnover-worthy throws from from um, Allen than you're going to get from Mahomes. I think if Poyer's healthy, I'd really like the the Bills' defense against against the Chiefs because Poyer's Poyer's going to puck and he'll take he'll take uh, Kelsey away. And I, I honestly think if you really take Kelsey away, it's really going to hurt Mahomes because like he'll that's who he looks for in the red zone. That's who he looks for in the third down. So if you can. Mm-hmm. Take care of him. Uh, it's gonna. It's really gonna hurt um, the Chiefs. But I also think that um, Von Miller rushing Mahomes. Mm. You think so? Mahomes is good, but as soon as you start to put pressure on Mahomes, he's gonna make a lot of turnover-worthy throws. They got out of that game. He got lucky as hell to get out of that game with a win against against the Chargers. Yeah, because. Those boys were rushing the shit out of him with Khalil Mack and, and Joey Bosa, and he threw what should have he could have been three or four picks that game, two pick sixes. Like, mm-hmm. um, and Asante Samuel Jr. should have had two pick sixes. So, I, I don't see how the Bills don't cause a couple of those throws and and make the Chiefs pay for him. I just think that the Bills are by far and away a better team, but they need Poyer in there. Um, yeah. If they had Micah Hyde too, where who's out for the season with Poyer, I I would it wouldn't even be close. Those two would yeah. shut the shut them down. All right, so <clears throat> hopefully though, that answers your questions there, uh, everyone in the chat. We always like to make sure we get to you guys and figure it out. Um, so defensively, for the Atlanta Falcons, for me since we pretty much kind of covered their offense, we know their offense is literally going to run through Kyle Pitts, Drake London, and uh, Olamide Zacchaeus, which <laughs> shout out to Breezy. He couldn't say that last name to save his goddamn life. It was so funny, bro. I died. And I literally put it in there like phonetically so he could say it. <laughs> he just he said Bro, I don't know, man. It, just, it was bad. You just got to watch his nitty gritty. Dude, that <laughs> shit was funny. It was funny. He had such a struggle with it. And it's nothing against him, man. We all laugh at each other. We're all good, man. Like, he, he's cool. Shout out to everyone that's in the A. I know Breezy is there. I know the Rush podcast is there. I know that's Real cool. Talk, Niner Talk is in the building. Uh, right now, it's just Jew, uh, um, Don, and uh, Kevin, Kevin there. Um, 
Will and uh, to, and uh, Super Dave wasn't able to make it. But I mean, we bro, when I say if you just look at their instant, we so deep in the A, yeah, damn, we was deep, bro. Yeah. Man, the place, think- the place they showed wasn't even open for two extra fucking hours, and the line was just yeah. ridiculously down the street. So that tells know. you once again, we're still traveling very well, and we are think, everywhere. Uh- People realize just how popular our team is in other states. Yeah, we too, right? really everybody acts like Cowboys or, or America's team, but the Niners have yeah. so many fucking fans yeah. everywhere. Oh, Mo, yeah, oh okay, it, okay, throwback. I didn't know Mose was out there too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Mose is out there too. Hey, we yeah. hey bro, we we so deep out there, man. Um, but I think the what, whole nitty gritty not you know, I think so. There. I do. I yeah, do I did so. see I think outside of outside of fair. I think outside yeah. of no, it. I saw no. Fair there too. Oh, he was. Oh, so then everybody. Okay, we deep out there. Yeah, the, the, the podcasting crews cool. are deep. I um, think I think Mike Andrews from Nothing But Niners is out there too. He might be. Yeah, he probably is, man. And shout out to Nothing But Niners, man. Say, mm-hmm. I, I'll, I'll say this real quick. Shout out to Mike, man. Mike been Dude, holding down on his own. Oh yeah, for a minute. And let me let me say this to y'all. Tony works, man. Tony is a working man. So if y'all don't see Tony, a.k.a. the GM of the 49ers, that dude rides. I'm talking 12 mm-hmm. to 16, possibly 18-hour shift. He'd be out there hustling. So shout out to Tony. And whenever he does, he is able to show up. There's nothing but love to him. I'm glad to see him. I'm going to keep it a buck. I don't know where Nick is. I ain't seen him in a minute. I don't know. I'm I not saying him. anything negative about him. I'm not saying anything wrong. I just ain't seen the dude in God knows how long. Whatever's going on, man, I'm praying for you. I hope you get back on because, you know, Mike been holding it down for a minute, man. So shout out to you, man. You know, my my hair fucked up, but hats off to you, brother. It, 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 it's a struggle to hold that shit down by mm-hmm. yourself with uh, almost 20,000 subscribers, man. Like, that's a lot to, to he's do. Been, he's been when, grinding. He's been grinding, man, and he's always hanging out with uh, Zach and Matt over there yep. on, uh, on the Red and Gold Standard podcast. So, Shout out to him. But when it comes to this defense, man, you know, we got we got uh, Hayward. We got A.J. Terrell. Those are some respectable guys. Um, when it comes to uh, – yo, throwback, man, I appreciate you, dude. Oh, he, he in here with the, with, with the info. Oh, yeah, so, Gold okay. is definitely playing. Here's my thing really quick side note about, about special teams. Put Mitch Wisnowski back on kickoffs. That's all you need to fucking do. You know exactly. why? Because Mitch is not a bitch. Mitch, no, Mitch knows how to somebody. Mitch will hit you before you hit Mitch, and he will not get injured doing so. Just no. put the man back on kickoffs, people. Why would you put Robbie Gold out there? His tackling. I've never seen he does. any of the worst tackling. <laughs> that is the worst tackling. I mean, to be fair, he's, wait, I want to ask you guys. He's over 40 you, years old. So do you think it's weird that we didn't, like, like elevate the – the kicker we signed because like what if gold gets hurt again man this is the thing if they're smart they're gonna do exactly what i just said put mitch out there on kickoffs just say fuck it bro like i understand that gold has a little bit more of a leg when it comes to that no. at the end of the day do you want somebody out there who can tackle or do you want a, a dude who's over 40 out there trying to throw a shoulder tackle into a guy who's gonna bounce off of him and possibly get himself hurt you're back exactly. on turf be smart like use your head no. don't do this but as far as the defense goes, we got AJ Terrell, we've got Casey Hayward, formidable corners, and we've got Grady Jarrett. Me personally, looking at the stats, there ain't nobody else on that damn team that I need to be worried about. 
I know everybody's saying their pass rush is there, but I am sorry. I need y'all to help me fill this in. So I'm going to start with Lefty because he seems to understand a little bit about their pass rush because he said they were doing good. So, Lefty, please fill me in on who else I should be worried about because outside of Grady Jarrett, everybody else is very fucking pedestrian from a number standpoint. They've been they've been getting a good pass rush just the whole line. I, it, it's weird they okay. don't have a lot of sacks to show for it, but like when I was – I watched the game against Tampa Bay, and they looked their defense. Their defensive line looked pretty good. Um, I know Tampa's got a banged up offensive line, but and they were playing the run really well. So I think that's the strength of their defense is their front seven. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, but I also think like offensively, we should be able to take advantage of their DBs. Like, um, I know it really, you know, depends on Jimmy and what he's seeing out there, and you never know what's going to happen, but. There should be no reason that our good that our, our great route runners in this game should be wide open. Well, Jennings is going to be there every third down. Watch, mm-hmm. just saying. Like Jenny, and Ayuk's probably going to be open a lot. Like these corners, I don't think have the ability to really cover cover him. Most corners don't. We just, I mean, he has a couple of bad drops, and then he obviously doesn't get the ball thrown to him when he's wide open all the time. So, <laughs> um, honestly, this should be the game Jimmy should really be able to have wide open receivers. He just I the the quicker he can get rid of the ball in this game, the better. With the banged up banks and um, you know, still the backup at left tackle. I would prefer to get the ball out quick. Um, mm-hmm. and if we are gonna run the ball, I prefer Kyle to really use a lot of stunts and a lot of motions, a lot of stuff to get the ball on the outside. Um it just I don't know. If we had Mitchell I'd feel a lot better because we have that speed. I think in order to beat this D-line and get big gains in the run game, you have to have the speed to run around them more than up the middle because they're they're pretty have a pretty decent run defense. So that's why I'm I'm interested to see Wilson's been playing really good. So we'll we'll kind of have to see how it how it plays out. But I would definitely say um, this defense their defense is good, but our strengths should be be fine against them. And if we really utilize Jimmy's quick release, the one thing positive for him we should have no issue but if he's holding on to the ball a long time then i'm going to worry because that's when the sacks are going to come and the turnovers and stuff so facts uh i have a question for you all real quick is tdp playing or no 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 No. okay so just let me let me give you let me let me say this and and i'm i'm being as honest as i can i know a lot of people um, you know, I, I literally got into it with, but it's for good dude. reasons, Dion. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm just saying this because I literally got into it with a dude over Kyle and a lot of shit in another group chat that I'm in, um, on Facebook. Uh, Kyle ain't trusting no damn body he don't want to fuck with. Period. Okay. That, At the yeah. end of the day, I'm gonna tell you right now, the only people you're gonna see on that field running the ball is Debo Samuel, Tevin Coleman, or Jeff Wilson Jr. and possibly Juice. You'll never see Jordan Mason. You'll never see Ty Davis Price. You Jeez. won't see anybody. You won't even see you won't see Marlon Mack. You won't see any of these people. And the reason being is he doesn't trust anyone else. And Kyle is one of those people when he doesn't fuck with you, he doesn't fuck with you. I, see, I, when it, hold when on. It, comes to, it, right, it, it it was just for me, it's just really weird how you drafted to how you drafted Ty Davis Price, kicked Trey Sermon to the curb. You have Jordan Mason. Jordan Mason gets all this hype in the offseason. Everybody likes the guy. But you wind up putting Debo out there when everyone knows 
when he's in the backfield, he's getting the ball. So they key in on him, and he goes nowhere. <clears throat> His rushing this season is actually pretty bad because everybody knows. So you have other running backs who are very capable, who can do things, and you won't put them on the field. And what that tells me is you don't trust them, and you won't let them do anything. And here's the thing. You can't sit up there and tell me that it makes sense for you to continually screw guys who come out here and practice and work hard every day and not give them any touches. But, you know, then the guys, you went and got Tevin Coleman off the couch. He openly said that in his interview. I was at home with my family. Of course, staying in shape, obviously, because you know somebody going to probably call. But randomly, you get the call to come off the couch and come in and have a great game. We appreciate that. We love Tico Raw. But at the end of the day, you had options and you chose not to use them because you went back to the old well. This is Kyle doing the same shit he always does. He's helping out the fucking homie. And it it irks me to an extent because I don't know why you can't just use what you currently fucking have. But go ahead, Christian. So I'm going to say I could partly agree with you, but also with TDP having the injury, um, I think I I, w- I kind of feel like they're slowly bringing him back to health because of so many running back injuries. I think I think Kyle likes him. I I think he really fits into this offense. I think he's a fucking dog. I just the injury he looked really good before he got hurt. Um, so I could see why he's not in yet because he might not be a hundred percent. And if he's not yet at a hundred percent, it's better not to play him because Will. I hate to say it because I fucking hated this guy. But Wilson's playing fucking great right now. Yes. Oh, Wilson's playing great. And then Coleman, Coleman, he looks like 2019 Coleman with Coleman. Yeah. Kevin Coleman. So that's why I'm like, okay. Kyle didn't want to play Mason. And honestly, I don't blame Kyle for not wanting to go with Mason because Mason looked good against the backups in preseason. I can understand that. He's an undrafted free agent running back. I can understand not wanting to go with him. Um especially with Jimmy as quarterback because the run game has to be is so important with him. I can see why we didn't want to go with him and why Kyle brought in Coleman because he's had Coleman for so many years, even when he was with Atlanta. And Coleman is extremely helpful with Jimmy because look how good Coleman is out of the fucking backfield catching that football. Mm-hmm. When you got Jimmy as quarterback, mm-hmm. that's so freaking important. So I think the reason like we're not going to see TDP today is because Wilson and Coleman – are holding down the fort just fine right now. If it was Wilson struggling, Coleman looked like fucking 2020 Coleman, whatever, you know, then it would be different. But because these two guys are playing really well and holding down the fort with the run game, I think Kyle feels can feel comfortable enough with riding with them and not forcing the rookie who's still somewhat injured with an ankle sprain uh, to go out there. Because you got a hot, you got an ankle sprain as a running back and you're playing on fucking turf. That's just asking yeah, it's, for it's, it's to not, get retweaked. So, so, like, maybe we maybe we see a three three backs used against Kansas City because it would make the most sense, and we see TDP playing at home on the fucking grass. That's not going to beat the shit out of his ankle next week. So maybe we don't see him next week, but I wouldn't be surprised if we run with three running backs next week. And Kyle's doing a lot of different stuff. We should be able to run. We should be able to run on Kansas City. Okay. Um. So. so Getting getting back into this, um, I forgot who I was on. I think it was you, media, before you asked. I asked uh, you asked a question. Um, 
from this defense, what what are we what are we looking at, man? What do you, what do you think is uh, something we have to be mindful of? Um, I mean, I know they have that rookie Ebuketti on the defensive line too. I don't know how well he's been doing, but mm-hmm. I, I yep. I'm not really concerned. I think that the Niners are going to be fine, um, especially now because Aaron Banks is playing. I know he's a little bit. Injured, but I'm, I'm not really worried. Aaron Banks looking nice too. <clears throat> but go ahead, man. Yeah, like I'm not worried about their D line. Yeah, I, I have to agree with you on that, man. Defensively, um, you know, like the names tell you something. AJ mm-hmm. Terrell, Casey Hayward, and Grady Jarrett. Like literally, those are the only three people that I know on their defense. Those are the only three people that I feel can actually really you know, impact anything in any way. And I feel like we have a formidable offense to be able to, you know, attack them. I understand that the Falcons have been in just about every single game that they played, but the issue is that just they're not finishing. And at the same time, to be honest with you, the biggest piece for them is Cordero Patterson. and He is not playing. He is hurt. And I'm telling you right now, Cordero Patterson is an X factor that you must respect when he's on the field. And when he's not on the field, you kind of look at that offense and go, okay, just make sure Mariota doesn't kill us with his legs and we should be fine. Um, It's nothing against Drake London. It's nothing against Zacchaeus. But I feel like we have the DBs to do it. I do agree with Lefty. Um, I would rather have Ambry Thomas out there than Dante Johnson because I don't want him getting beat up by Zacchaeus and or Drake London, man. It's going to suck. Um, when, when it when it comes down to it, uh, throwback says Jimmy will take advantage in the middle of the field because the linebackers aren't good. Also, they don't have Deion Jones anymore. That is a fact. And where does Jimmy live? In the middle of that no. damn field, people. He will throw that ball over the middle of the field every single time if you let him. And you know the the, the nice thing is uh, it's even without the guys that we have because we're missing a ton of people. So let, let's let's just let's just start there. Defensive line, no Javon Kinlaw, no Eric Armstead, no Nick Bosa. So we have three of our actual starters that are not even in the game, and we're not missing a beat. So that tells me that depth on that defensive line is amazing. And to be honest with you, if you have, if you have, just look at the edges: Samson Ebucom and Drake Jackson. If you unleash those two coming off that edge, that has been good too. Yeah, Omeni has been. He's been looking great as well. And have you have y'all seen that dude's got some? I thought I thought Ayuk had the longest arms on the team. Charles Omeni who got some oh, long yeah. ass arms, bro. Like his arms dangling down at his knees too. So yep. it's the 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 fact is we have the depth to be able to do so. Where I'm honestly worried. The only thing that I'm really worried about is. Opposite Mooney, I I don't know who they're putting out there, man. And I I don't like I never like Dante Johnson. I don't care when he plays good because Dante Johnson is sometimes he be good one game and shit the next, and sometimes mm-hmm. he be good in the first half and shit the second. Yeah. And so, he's so up and down it it frustrates me. So I don't even want to deal with. It. Uh, what I would say though is, I think our weakness on the on the defense is the interior defensive line. Um, they have they haven't been as good against the run with the or the backups haven't mm-hmm. but like not having Armstead in there really hurts our run our run defense. He's so fucking good against mm-hmm. the run. And then yeah, 
Kinlaw plays better against the run when he's got Armstead next to him too. So, uh, like, our run game, our run defense is really good when we're healthy on the D line, interior defensive line. When our when our guys are out, it's been not as good. The linebackers are having to come up and make a lot of tackles on the run game. So that's our biggest weakness, I would say, on defense right now. But if we can get at least get Armstead Armstead back pretty soon, I feel feel good. But I don't know about Kinlaw. I mean, I, I don't want to give up on Kinlaw. Um, it's still I feel the bad it's same I, issue too. I know. I like. I really like him. I like the guy, and I and I don't want to. Like I know he's becoming like a bust, and I feel bad saying that. But also, this Niners team doesn't give up on their players that are injured. They'll mm-hmm. stick with them. They're, they're this. Like they're to their own detriment, they will do that. Yeah, that so very much facts. Maybe the knee gets figured out. I doubt it, but he he's he's good when he's actually in there. He just never in there. Mm-hmm. What's good, Cook Sports? Um, so here's the thing with Javon Kinlaw. Since you brought it up, <clears throat> this is how I feel. And if you ever see this Javon, just listen to me and hear me out, man. I hope you did very well in college. I hope that you did go back and get your degree. You need to choose a different profession. This is what I will say. He may have talent, but he had an injury history when we drafted him. We knew that. Ever since he's been in the league, the only year he's ever been fully healthy was the COVID year. 2020. In 2020. And I don't want – what I'm saying is the number one thing that you do is the league, you really last only – the average person in the league lasts about two to four years. These are the average, three years. Yeah, three, yeah, three to, yeah so that, that's why I said two to four roughly. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, three is – three. I think three is the spot on average. Mm-hmm. After that, what are you doing? Where are you going? Where is that money that you had? How are you spending it? First off, you're in California. The tax bracket there is fucking horrendous. So they're going to take pretty much damn near half your motherfucking money before you see a dime. Next thing is, after that, you've got to figure out how to spend your money, how to invest your money, how to turn your money into residual income. I like Javon Kinlaw. I like his attitude when he gets on the field. I love what he possibly could bring, but I don't love the fact that he's never on the field to show it. And I'm sorry, after that first game versus the Bears, he started to look subpar. He was getting bullied. And Javon Kinlaw has one big problem. Once they get into his pads, he can't get off of that block. He does not know how to disengage and move. So my thing is, if your knee is going to be a chronic problem, this is why I said I hope you finished college. I hope you had something outside of this that's going to give you a career because football is not for him. If Kinlaw continues on this same path of injury problems, He's not getting that fifth-year option picked up. Though the 49ers don't like to give up on players, you're going to wind up being that guy that's around because people think you have talent, but you're going to get low ball. You're going to wind up like Greg Oden or Zion. Like you, you, all the talent in the world, but you ain't never there to show it because you can't stay healthy. Now, I'm not knocking him for the injury. I'm not saying it's his fault. Your body does what your body does. But if your body is telling you something, listen to it. That's like, okay, I'll give you a prime example. I live in Arizona. It's hot as a motherfucker out here. 
Oh yeah. I have to check. I do my own oil changes on my car. I don't I don't go and pay $70, $80 to, for somebody to do some shit I can do in 15 Same. fucking minutes. So Same. the thing is, <laughs> I was doing an oil change this summer and I went out there, jacked my car up, got up under it, you know, drained the oil, was doing everything, but it's hot as a bitch. I literally had to stop and sit myself down because I felt the heat taking over and I didn't want to pass the fuck out. I listened to my body telling me, hey, you're exerting a little too much force here. Even though you ain't doing much, this heat is a motherfucker. Chill out. I listened. He has to listen to his body. He has to figure out what is going to work best for him. But I'm telling you right now, for me, I'm tired of all these fucking injury-prone players. I really am. And I know it's really rough to say that to somebody, but I'm done with all these injury-prone players. And I really can't stand the fact that Kyle – and John continue to draft these people knowing they have injuries. You cannot tell me that we, oh, everybody looks and they go, oh, man, well, you know, we got depth. You know what? Kiss my ass with depth. If I drafted you in the first motherfucking round, I expect you to be on the field making fucking plays. Yep. I didn't draft you in the first round for you to sit on the goddamn bench and never be able to be out there. If you do that and you know that you draft someone with an injury history, understand the problem. I'll even say this, and I know people are going to talk shit and not give a fuck. Nick Bosa, he has an injury history. Mm -hmm. We got one good year out of Nick Bosa. What happened the next year? Torn ACL. Mm -hmm. We got another good year out of Nick Bosa. What's happening this year? Pulled groin. Now, well, yes, it's just a tight maybe, groin. He didn't pull it. It's just it, tight. Okay, tight. But it may be due to the turf, but either way, these are things that consistently happen. Mm -hmm. Nick Bosa has an injury history. These are facts. Am I saying get rid of Nick Bosa or trade him or cut? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just laying out a fact. People get mad when I do that because they look and they go, oh man, this is bullshit. You know, you always being negative. I'm not being negative. I'm telling you a fact. What the fuck can you dispute about that? The motherfucker gets injured. It is what the fuck it is. So but you have to be smart about who you choose to put on your football team and whether they're going to actually be able to produce for you. It's sad that we got Kevin Givens in there balling and he ain't even supposed to be on field, technically speaking. It's sad that we have to keep rotating the middle, the, the, the two defensive tackles because the guys that we really need are unfortunately not able to be there. And on and really quickly on Eric Armstead, I will say this, that plantar fasciitis is a bitch and it yes. does not go away easily. That's not going to be something that he's going to be able to overcome and just start playing the rest of the year. Mm -hmm. Armstead's going to deal with that the rest of the fucking year until he goes and sees a doctor and figures out how to handle it. Don't believe me. Play through it if you want. Yeah, ask Eli fucking Manning. He dealt with plantar fasciitis. He had to go to the doctor and get the shit taken care of. And we all it's know just, Eli, one of the shittiest regular season quarterbacks. One of the motherfuckers. Yeah, but that motherfucker is in Super Bowls. Tough as nails, though, Dion. That's. So and it's this, all about how, how much pain you can handle to play through. So oh, okay. Is, Let's take a look. Go ahead, beat up. What we got? Uh, a ranked NFL teams from the most healthy to the least. So oh, look at where we are. Christ. We're at the very of bottom. Of course we are. Of course. You know what we are top 10 in every year since Kyle has been here? Injury injuries. Injuries. So when everybody tells me that I'm wrong for saying that, I'm sorry. Since he's been here, these are facts. Don't look at me. I'm not well, saying that Kyle's getting the players injured. But I'm telling you, it exactly right there. It is not <laughs> ideal. Here. The photo, though. Yeah, I know. The Crocker's face. 
So here, yeah. here what, when it comes to like Ken, Kinlaw, what I I almost wonder would have been made more sense is I know they said they fixed that fixed his knee and we're hoping to mm-hmm. fix it. But I almost wonder if he should have just sat out the season, let the knee fully heal, work it out all year. Because and like let it fully heal from the heal from the reconstruction surgery he had, and then come back next year and hope that it doesn't bring problems back. But I'm just wondering if did he come I back too Damiano. soon and his knee his knee just never healed to what it needed to, and he just reaggravated it again. You you know what, Christian, you make a really valid point. That is a high probability. What you just stated is is straight up facts, bro. That's probably true. I me. When I say things about players, it's not for me to be discouraging or me to say cut this dude or fuck them or anything like that. It's just these are facts, bro. Jason Verrett is is a top two cornerback in the fucking league when healthy. No one can tell me different, Mm -hmm. but he's never healthy. He always gets injured. Why do you think that man has to continually come out of a mental dark place almost every goddamn year because he's always fucking injured? I know. Somebody has to be there to pick him, pick up the pieces of Jason Verrett. Yeah. And that's the it sad sucks. Part. For me, it sucks when you got players like Kinlaw that just can't stay in the field because I like him. I, I, that guy plays with a shit ton of heart. He's a good teammate. Exactly. He's a fucking great guy to have on the team and on the field, and it really fucking sucks that fucking his knee lets him down because in- I like him. Everything about that guy, I fucking love that guy. Yes, and and just, I like I fucking hate that he can't be on the field. And and here's here's and another thing about JV is every me included, a lot of people were thinking he could be back for this game. Let me tell you something. I watched some practice videos that everybody showed me. He ain't ready. No, mm-hmm. he's not. That he ain't ready. Knee, I didn't watch. Is that knee just still too? That weak knee is still fucking with him, and you can tell. Believe yeah. me. It, the, uh, these are basic, simple Weak. drills that they are running, and you can yeah. tell his body language is saying, I'm not ready yet. So I'm going to tell you right now, in about maybe two, three weeks, oh, he'd be good. He'd be good. Yeah, give him a couple you know more weeks. I don't and know. If, I wonder if, if, he, if he goes down, easy. if JV goes down again, the 49ers ain't going to do nothing but the same thing they've been doing. Yeah. Let his ass sit on IR, re-sign him again next year, and pray to God that he winds up I healthy. Just, I, just I don't, don't know don't. why they love injured players, but they fucking do. I don't think Verrett's going to Because be they can freaking get them on like a cheap ass dude. I wouldn't be surprised if Verrett doesn't see the field at all this year, though. Yeah. Um, so before we move on to getting our predictions and yeah. getting our X Factors or whatever, let's uh, hand it over to Zach real quick for our My Bookie promo. What's going on, guys? Zach here from 49ers Hive, and I just wanted to take a second to thank today's sponsor, My Bookie. You know football, and you pick winners every single weekend so why not get paid for them at my bookie you could bet single game spreads money lines or parlay multiple together to increase your payouts the feeling on sunday when a three four five six game parlay hits is unmatched there are low contest entry fees and over half a million dollars to be won so make it so you don't have to be a pro gambler to have some fun Getting started is super simple. All you got to do is go to mybookie.ag and use our promo code HIVE, as in 49ers HIVE, on your first deposit to secure a double deposit bonus. You deposit $50, they'll match you $50. You deposit $100, they'll match you $100, all the way up to 1000 bucks. Take advantage of our double deposit bonus. It's right here on the screen. Mybookie.ag, promo code HIVE, as in 49ers HIVE, Take advantage now, guys, and make this your winning season exclusively at my bookie. 
All right. Thank you, Zach. Mm-hmm. So I think, guys, when it comes to predictions, I'm going to stick to what's been working, and I am not giving one because I have <laughs> not given one the last two weeks, and we have That's one. True. So I'm going to fucking stick. I'm with you. I'm okay. with you. I, I, I agree. I'm okay. sure we have anything. I've been not given predictions either. Okay. I like it. So I'm going to do the same and not give a prediction either. <laughs> but let's go ahead and move on to the X Factor. I'll We're say this offense, really quickly. I'm not going to give a prediction, but I'm just going to say we win. We, we win. I'm not giving numbers, but I'll say yeah. we win. Yeah. So, Dion, you go first. Your X Factors. X Factor in this game. Mm-hmm. Run game. For me, it's going to be the run game. It's going to be that mix of Jeff Wilson Jr. and Tevin Coleman. Um, I believe that those dudes will uh, be the determining factor in how we move and what we do. I think that, uh, you know, like I said, uh, A.J. Terrell and Casey Hayward, excuse me, are formidable DBs. So with that being said, I don't know if Kyle's going to try to test him a little too much, but we should be all right. But for me, X Factor in this game is going to be the run game. All right. Media. I'm going with Kyle Shanahan still, and that's just because I want to see him consistently continue to, you know, play call really, really well. It's been, you know, two games where he has done that. So I just want to continue to see him do that. So I'm going with Kyle Shanahan. Christian? Uh, are we just doing offense right now? Uh, just in general. Oh, just in general. Uh, well, I'm, I guess it's similar to what Nashville said because I was just going to say play calling. Um, I guess it's kind of a both of what Dion and Anshul said because um, I, I just think it's going to be play calling offensively, like whether it's how we're calling the run plays um, and and the type of – like the way we're calling the pass plays because I want to see Jimmy getting the ball out early in this game, um, not holding on to it long. I don't want to have a lot of plays that take a long time to develop. I'd like to just see a lot of quick, quick stuff. Um, and then once that – I feel like once that develops, maybe see some of the longer developing throws. But I want to see a lot of just get the ball out really quick in this game. I think it will really play to our advantage. So I think the factor is really just going to be play calling and kind of flow of the game. Um, so um, – and then, you know, with defense, it's just going to be how, how well the, the backup corner plays today. B-dubs? Um, I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the run game like you, Dion. Um, I think if we just keep running the damn ball, the offense moves better um, like it did last week. So I think uh, if that keeps going, I think we'll be all right and the winning streak continues. It is, man. We have a two-game winning streak currently to all the 49er fans out there watching. We are looking to extend that to three because if we have a three-game winning streak going into – the Kansas City game at home, mind you, we can go in there with all the momentum that we need. The fans will be riled up, will be riled up, everything will be going crazy. Bosa, we have him out. He comes back this game for Kansas City. Like everything just starts to fall into contention. One last thing that I need to touch on before we go. <laughs> go ahead, remove that that uh thing off of everybody's face, man. Because I need everybody to understand something. <laughs> I really liked Jimmy Garoppolo all season. I have. I've been very polite. And I'm going to keep being polite. You know why? 
He hasn't fucked it up. That's all we can ask. I'm not mm-hmm. asking Jimmy Garoppolo to beat Aaron Rodgers or to beat, um, you know, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes in, in, in a win or lose game in the Super Bowl. I'm not asking that of him. I know it's not something he can do, but I've been very polite. But with that being said, let me say this. Jeff Wilson Jr., you need to get off the drugs. In the words of Stephen A. Smith, stay off the weed. <laughs> I don't give a flying fuck who you are. Jimmy Garoppolo is not a great quarterback. Okay? Jeff, I don't know what I, – I get, I get it, everybody. I get back in your teammate. I get it. I really do. I'll tell you right now, I'll ride for Anshul. I will ride for Christian. I will ride for Brandon. But I'm not going to go out there and tell a lie about him. Okay? <laughs> I'm not going to tell you that I think Brandon is running the 10 flat in the 100-yard dash. Because it's not true. I don't even want to get flat in the hundred yard dash. Okay, I'm not telling you that Anshul is bench pressing five hundred pounds. It's probably not something that's happening. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to tell close. you that that lefty is a fucking UCLA fan. You know why? Because that would be a lie. He loves the youth. I'm not giving you that. But I will tell you this, Jeff Wilson Jr. Jimmy Garoppolo don't belong in that category. You put him in, man. Shut I know. Up. You can't say that. shit like that. Oh, I know. Jimmy, Jimmy don't deserve Let me say this. And Colin Cowherd, I, I really need you to stop dick riding him, okay? You and Dave Lombardi, y'all just need to go off with Jimmy and have a threesome already. <laughs> y'all just love this man. Y'all think he can never do any wrong. And it really drives me insane when people say that he deserves more respect. More respect for what? Please enlighten me on what the fuck he's done where he deserves more respect. Has Jimmy Garoppolo had a 400-yard game this season? I don't think he has. Has he thrown four touchdowns this season? I don't think he has. Has he brought us back from any of those games where we should have won? No, he has not. We got our ass handed to us in Denver 11-10. to We lost by one point. You mean to tell me Jimmy Garoppolo deserves more credit and he couldn't pull off a win? We were only down by one fucking point. Are you serious? Get the fuck out of here, people. Uh, Jeff Wilson Jr., I, I, you you are great at running the ball. Run the ball. Don't make comments like that anymore because you're out here looking no, really Deion, fucking shut up crazy. and run, bitch. Exactly. I'm going to I'm, I'm have to pull that on you, bro. Just run the ball. Don't sit up. When you come to the, the aid of your teammates, do it in good taste. Don't put a teammate out there like he's fucking Tom Brady and this motherfucker is Jimmy Garoppolo. Okay, we don't get it twisted between the two. You know why? Tom has seven fucking rings. Jimmy has rings off of Tom. He was the backup. You know who you know who we love in this in in 49 land? We love Vernon Davis. We like him. Vernon was great when he was here with us. But you know what Vernon did? He went to Denver. And he got a super he got a Super Bowl ring. He got a touchdown in the playoffs or in a Super Bowl. Okay, but you know what? Brandon Davis didn't really contribute to that ring at all. He barely played that season. He didn't do shit. Sorry. Facts. He did not do much of anything to contribute to the success of the Broncos when they won that Super Bowl while he was on the team. Do you see Brandon Davis out there getting lauded as the greatest tight end in history? No. Do you see the Broncos that, that were on that team saying, well, man, Vernon was the guy? No. You know why? 
because they know the truth of things. I am so sorry I had to go on that rant really quick, but it didn't make any motherfucking sense how Jefferson Jr. fixed his fucking face and his mouth and his brain actually conjured that for him to say none of us get it. Jimmy is one of the greatest QBs and deserves more respect. And Colin Coward with the bullshit too. Colin, we all know it. Okay, I've said it before. I'll say it again. You're mad. You look. I don't know what happened with your daughter. I don't know. But at the end of the day, the meal ticket is gone. Sorry. That's the end of it. Stop being mad about that, bro. You got more than enough money, Colin. You ain't broke. I know you don't want to support your daughter anymore. I know you probably would have liked to pass that that burden on to another person. But keep buying your daughter Birkin bags, Gucci, Coach, and all that other bullshit. Because Trey Lance ain't about to come by the pocket for none of that. So you got to get over it and move the fuck on. It's very simple. Support your teammates, but support them properly. I'm sorry. I just I wouldn't expect nobody to support me and, to, and, and say I'm doing spectacular shit, but I'm not. <laughs> I expect you to keep it a buck about me, and I'm okay with that. It's like saying, Dion, you're you're fucking better than uh, Stephen A. Smith at podcasting. Facts, and I'm not. Why? Mm-hmm. You want to look at the numbers? You want to see? You want to go to ESPN <laughs> and see uh, Stephen A. Smith out there making that real fucking money, getting out there with people he, everybody he knows. Stephen A. Smith is way twenty times better than me at at doing a podcast. I'm not gonna sit up here and dispute that. But I, at the end of the day, I mean, if you want to hype your boy up in private to give him a little boost. I get it, but don't come in the public and say stupid shit like that. Exactly. Just, just be smart. Use your brain there, man. All right. So on that note, this, <laughs> this is all for the Dodger fans. No, 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 you are not. Don't you? Not. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yes, I love this. I love the guy's face, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Dion. I had to. I had to. <laughs> San Francisco Giants country. Let's you, you know you how bitter fans we didn't are. even make the playoffs need to take take that and shove it up your ass, though. You guys didn't even make the playoffs, so kind of just like zip That's it a right. little bit. That's all right. Okay. Aaron Judge is coming to us next year. Yep. That is all. This is why the rest of us baseball fans. This is why the rest of us baseball fans. Hell enough, y'all. This is why the rest of us baseball fans. Giants fans. Later. Go Niners. Enjoy the game. Get your fucking.